as they looked at gender inequity, they were looking at, as I mentioned to you, these seven different themes of sports and entertainment and business and government, marriage, um, education. And so each of these screens of students that you see are representing one of those themes. So starting off, my name is Leslie. I worked in government with Claudia and another classmate who is currently not here with us. We basically studied the idea of gender inequity and gender inequality in government with the basis of trying to figure out how this affects us in our daily lives. Um, the idea was to broaden our perspectives on different people and see different issues that culturally happen that may affect us or indirectly influence us. Um, do you have any other questions or should I expand well, on something? Yeah, yeah. Walk us through a little bit, Leslie. Like, what? How? How did it affect you personally? Like, what did you get out of this? What was your your takeaway? Well, my takeaway to the main uh, present, the main summit, basically, was that it really helped most of us start broadening our conversations in class and help us discuss further. Um, what exactly will affect us in the future and what we should think about moving forward and how we want to make a change uh, considering these different circumstances. Hmm. If somebody asked you to summarize your, your experience in just a couple sentences, what would you say? I would probably say it was a unique and really enriching experience for me personally. That's nice to hear. All right, so moving along. Thanks, Leslie. Uh, who's next? Which group? We're next. Hey. Yeah. Hi. Hey, um, please so introduce let's... yourself and let's get going. Yeah, uh, so I'm Noah. My partner hey, over Noah. here is Sadie. Um, and basically we um, did our study on science and we investigated like opportunities and participation rates amongst men and women. Um, and like, as we expected, we found out that men were much more like involved than women as they are in many other things. And that women are very much underrepresented. Yeah. So no surprise there. Is there any kind of trend that you saw there? Is that improving or changing or adjusting or I mean, what's happening? as pretty much everything right now the, the world is moving along and women are starting to get a little bit more involved but i mean it's it's really slow <laughs> and it's taking a really long time how does that make you feel uh as you research and learn more about this and get actual evidence to prove that uh this is happening i mean it's upsetting because it's this like fight for like equality has been going on for so long and I, I kind of feel like we're not going places very quickly and that's kind of like frustrating I feel. Whenever you think about this project and the, the experience what is it that sticks out your mind the most that you learned? Well the thing that kind of surprised me the most is how like I know that in all aspects of the world like women of color are especially like shadowed and underrepresented. But to the point where, for example, some statistics were that like American Indian slash uh, Alaska Native women represented about to 0.1% of people in science. And that is like dangerously little. 
it seems crazy in 2021 it seems like things have progressed so much but it sounds like your research is discovering there's still a lot of work to do as far as equality yeah, of course yeah makes sense Th thanks very much um moving on to our next group okay i'm susie and this is my partner may and we researched the social injustice in marriage tell us about um, that so we chose this topic because we found that the social injustices in marriage were much more interesting and like different than some of the other one some of the other topics how so um well well some of the most of the other groups chose or did their um presentations on the gender inequality in each of their topics but we focused on the um the problem of child marriage and also um same sex same sex um, marriage. marriage we focus on the inequalities of that as well so fill us in on what you found in, in in your research go with okay i want to be doing same sex relationships and marriage one big thing that we need to focus on more is that only 29 countries are legalized which is such a small percentage to the 69 that are criminalized like in the other countries um and and since 2014 it has um same-sex marriage has become legal in 13 more countries around the world and also in countries like sudan iran saudi arabia and saudi arabia people can be charged with the death penalty for being in a same-sex couple wow wow so how did that make you feel to learn this information very conflicted like it was a mix of emotions because I was mostly mad personally because they're just people trying to live their life. And, Be themselves. Yeah. And we just wanted to bring more awareness to the problems in that. So that's why we chose the topic. Okay. Um, how do you think you'll create more awareness for others uh, um, after doing this experiment or doing this research project rather? Um, I'd like to probably, I know this is probably a big step, but do protests, speaking up about it with people from, um, like in the community, because we want their voices to be heard. It seems like a, a challenging set of subjects that you, you looked into and then the information that you found was pretty unpleasant for the most part is that right yes it's definitely difficult to find to hear all these facts and just injustices well thanks for looking into it and sharing what you found uh is there anything else anything else you want to share as far as like your big takeaways outside of the obvious challenges at hand well we did also learn about um child marriage we researched a lot on this. Well, we learned that um, one in nine girls are married before the age of 15 and um, 37,000 girls around the world are um, married under 18 each day. Wow, wow, where, did it say where? Like what part of the world that's mainly happening yet? Um, this is, Primarily in Asia. Okay. Most of it happens. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for sharing everything uh, with us and good luck in the future. And uh, 
I know that was some heavy subject matter to dive into, but it sounds like you got a lot out of it. Um, who's the next group and what's the next subject? Hi, okay, so I'm Charlotte and, and I'm, this oh. is Bailey, my partner, <laughs> doing education. So we focus a lot on like how girls are often like completely denied and access to education. And like some of like the main causes can be like religion, poverty, like living in conflict zones, early marriage, like I said, can also like, like take away the access to an education. And it were really, you surprised like, to find some of those things out as, uh, as you learned it? Yeah, definitely. Like a lot of the statistics, like 246 million girls aren't in school every year, like kind of shocked us. Cause if you think about that number is it's crazy and you don't usually see that on a daily basis, but. Definitely. Yeah. And then have like us having such a wonderful access to an education and then comparing to what the majority of the girls globally who do not have access to an education was really, really interesting and kind of sad to learn about, but still really empowering, especially considering we're girls and we have such a beautiful education. Yeah, it's pretty heavy stuff. Uh, but keep going. What, so what else did you discover and learn about? Um, a lot of it was like, um, like certain parts of the world, like Chad, Central African Republic, what was the other one? The Sub-Saharan -Sub Africa. Um, those three places are where um, gender inequality in education specifically towards girls are most commonly found. Um, so we thought that was really interesting. And a lot of like, the number of girls that don't have an education was like really shocking. Were any of your other classmates as surprised as you were by the information? Um, when we presented our gender summit, a lot of like the younger grades came up to us and they like want us to repeat it multiple times because they just like, they couldn't believe it almost. Like they were like, really? Which was a kind of empowering, honestly, to know that we were like spreading awareness about it. Yeah, definitely. Huh. And, you know, only a certain amount of people outside of our class were educated on this topic. Like that's better than zero. Like it's, even though it wasn't like tons and tons of people like there was some people who were educated who didn't know about this topic gotcha um when you think about it in the future what are what are your main thoughts going to be like what are your big takeaway points from it um so some of the main things would be like um like being grateful for the education you have because it's it's so like in some parts of the world it's so hard to come by like a girl getting access to an education so Definitely, yeah. And similar, similarly, um, in our English class, we were reading a book called I Am Malala, and it's about her journey of being a girl in Pakistan going to school, which is not really um, with their cultural beliefs. So yeah, definitely. And I think for me as well, my personal takeaway from her and this entire thing is don't take um, your education for, for granted, because it's a really beautiful thing. Mm, wow. Right, great stuff to hear. Thanks for sharing everything. Um, moving forward with the next next side of thanks, thanks girls very much for sharing that. Who's up next? Hello, I'm Jack, and this is my partner Felix. Hey, what's Our up, Jack? Topic, hey, Felix. How's it going, Rich? Our topic was gender inequity in business. Okay, okay, um, so tell us about that. Yeah, basically, what our goal was presenting this was to spread awareness about how some men or women are treated equally or unequally in business. And we were trying to spread awareness about that. Um, we talked about what the differences are between gender inequity and equity. 
we talked about how to improve the situation without being demeaning to culture and how to empower women who are struggling in these kind of positions and uh yeah wow so out of all that let, let's hit just some of the highlights what it as you hit each of these items like what jumped out at you to where you were kind of like surprised or shocked um one of the one of the most one of the most surprising facts that we found was that many companies many of the big companies or franchises that there are have had many sex discrimination charges which is really surprising because you don't hear about it in the mainstream news but but um but it happens all the time and it really goes under under the under the under under the radar and in, in all these big companies wow wow so what do you think the the future holds is it going to be more the same or are things getting better or worse or how, what did you find out um i believe that well, as a community, we are all trying to better the world uh, by empowering women and men who are mistreated in the workplace. But inevitably, I never think that there is going to be complete gender equity. There's always going to be something that is discriminatory to a certain gender. But it's getting better as the years come by, and hopefully it can get a lot better within the next few years because the gender pay gap is a very big problem right now. And that's probably the number one thing that we need to fix. I got you. So that, that answers my next question. What was kind of the number one thing? Uh, and then I think you had referenced, you guys studied gender uh, inequity and equity, or was it inequality? What was the, what was the category again? Tell us about that. Um, we studied both gender equity and inequity. We studied the problem or not the problems between gender equity and the good things. Like we discussed the differences when there is gender equity, there is no pay gap. And when there's gender inequity, there is a pay gap. Um, and we also talked about companies that like, we, we obviously found, found out about the companies that have poor gender equity and are mistreating men or women. But we also looked at some companies that have great gender equity. So we researched both sides really. I got you. So you were all over the place and the results are what they are. And it wasn't the best news that you, you found, but it does seem to be slightly improving. It's kind of your impression, but you don't think it'll ever get fully equal, at as, least not for a while. As time goes on, it is going to improve, hopefully. I got you. So uh, last question for, for this group. What will you think about the most, uh, you know, as the days and weeks and months go on out of this project, what will you remember the most? Um, really, what really stuck with me was, was, I mean, during this, during learning about this, we were reading the book, I'm Alala, and her story is just really, it's really inspiring because, because to grow up in a country where you don't have any freedom, you can't, you don't have any freedom of speech and to be able to be at her age, at such a young age, to be able to stand up for the, the, her other, the girls in the community and stand up for her education and her future, which was really inspiring to me. Jack? Um, what really inspired me was pretty much the same thing. Uh, there are lots of women out there that are mistreated in business and any other topic, sports, government, marriage. And I just think that we need, as a, as a human race, I think we should all strive so that 
men and women or any other gender are treated equally, no matter what. Right on. Hey, thanks very much. Appreciate you both. Uh, moving on. Hey, what's up, guys? Please introduce yourself and let's get rolling. So, um, we're Sunny. Uh, we're, I'm True. This is Sunny. This is Kai. Hey, what's uh, up, guys? Hi. And we did research on gender inequity in entertainment. So, Hollywood, anything along those lines. Right on. Okay. Uh, it's interesting. So, tell us about what you discovered and look forward to hearing about it. One of the really, really big things discovered is there's a giant pay gap um, between the highest paid actors in male and female. There's like a giant pay gap, like insanely big pay gap. Yeah, um, like this is 2020 stats. The, um, the number one paid actor was the male, was um, Dwayne Johnson. He was um, like his net worth pre-tax was $89.4 million. And the number one top female was Scarlett Johansson which she, um, her net worth was $56 million. And these are the both like top paid, the number one on the list. I, and they're both, there's a massive gap in between them. And that goes for the highest paid ones and lower paid ones, or is that ju just in the higher paid that you found? Yeah. So, this is the highest paid, but yeah. it definitely happens in the lower paid as well. Yeah. Um, okay. The seventh top paid uh, like male, which is Adam Sandler, $57 million. It makes more than the number one paid female actress. Wow. Wow. So, uh, so yeah. what else jumps out that you, at you uh, as you learned this? Well, another thing I learned is that what a really big thing that happens is not only do they get underpaid, but there's also a lot less women in the filmmaking. There's a lot less women shooting. There's a lot less women actors. Uh, a lot less women directors. Like there's a lot less women just in the entire industry, which is a really big thing. Like in the 1980s, I think it was like, or, or it was in the 1980s, it was like 11% of all um, filmmakers, like in like the 1980, um, it was like 11% was women. It was like bad. It was something along the lines and it was super bad. Was there any indication things are improving for your categories or is it staying the same or any indicators of that? because the pay gap is not nearly as bad and there, you know, there's a lot more women directors. One of a uh, really big recent film, uh, the new, one of the newer Star Wars films, so directed by a female uh, director, I believe. And so, yeah, it's definitely improving a lot, but it still has a little bit to go. That is, that, yeah, as most things in gender inequity, it, it has a way to go, but it's getting better. Okay, and then uh, last question for each of you. What is the thing that you'll remember our takeaway, like what's your big point that you learned out of this and you'll remember for weeks and years and to come, like what, what, what really grabbed your attention out of this? So something that I think I will like remember for a long time is it shouldn't taking away from this at least is it really doesn't matter what gender, like race, sexuality, anything, none of that really matters. It's like, it, it should we should be paid on the job and like what that how that happens then not the whatever we are yeah if a if a yeah. if a woman and a man has the same job they're putting the same hours in they're putting the same effort in they should 100 percent be paid the same amount yeah people get people should get paid more for their effort and their skill yeah. like not their gender yeah. and also depending on how well the job pays yeah gotcha gotcha ty what was your big takeaway from the project because in the U.S., we make 82 cents for every dollar a man makes. That, that blows me away. It should be equal. 
I got you. So the pay was was the big takeaway from you. Uh, yeah. It sounds like you guys had an interesting category. So thanks for sharing everything, and we really appreciate it. And um, I guess we'll move on to the next group. And who's up next? Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. Great, great. Welcome to the podcast. Tell us your category and um, fill us in. Okay, hi, my name is Cos Ignacio. Uh, she's Ashley and she's size. And today we are going to talk about gender inequality in sports. Okay, gender inequality in sports is any type of problem that affects any type of athlete in certain situations. Most of these situations are in the pay gap and gender inequality. Many sports do not have the same amount of money to women or men. Uh, most of these are based on which is the most watched, watched and which is the most famous, not on equality. Okay, a very famous example is of Castro Semenya, who is a middle runner to African athlete who are winning two Olympic medal golds and three times world championship. And she's an intersex woman who have high levels of, of testosterone in his body. For that reason, she cannot compete with the women because uh, the, the federation create laws to not let her compete with women only for his levels, her levels of testosterone. Uh, with that, she said that the war needs to be, needs to support that people equally and without any type of discrimination of, of how they were born and how they look or how they can do the things. Wow, ser serious subject. So what was it like learning about all of this? What were your feelings? Um, what were your emotions? Okay, in, when we were doing that, we thought that this topic is a little bit more like, it goes from one side to an, you have like more power in one side to another. We see like the women are the most affected in that. They are like the most who are having problems with that, more discriminating. Was it challenging to hear this information and to learn about this? Was it kind of difficult to learn learn these things? Yes, it was difficult. It was very, very difficult because it is like something that we will not imagine if we don't see it in, in, in this part. What, and, and everyone in the group, feel free to answer this. What were your main memories or your main points that you'll remember and really made an impression upon you? So, ¿cuál es las cosas es más interesante de todo? Para mí, la cosa más interesante que hicimos en este grupo fue, fue ver que hay muchas injusticias en, en, en el deporte y eso es, no es bueno. So I guess last question for this group, um, if you had to summarize everything in just one sentence, you're just meeting someone for the first time and you're talking about it, how would you describe your subject in just a sentence or two? Okay, it is a big problem that the world is having in this moment, we need to change it. How do we change it? We need to begin to have put in the minds of the people who are growing that the gender, that gender is important, gender equality is important. 
that we need to see everybody with respect and dignity, regardless of their political views or uh, ethnics or sexual orientation. Right on. Thanks very much. Teacher John, do you want to hop on for just a moment? You bet. Hey, so thank you once again for having your students on, on the podcast and sharing with the community what's going on and what they're learning about. Um, for you, I'd like to know, what did you get out of this one? Um, you do so many interesting things, but what did you get out of this one? What's your takeaway? Well, this is interesting because we did um, a reflection piece yesterday and I had the students kind of look at the whole process. I did the same thing where I reflected kind of as the whole group, or it was more kind of a project reflection of where do we go from here? And one of the takeaways that I got after reading all of their individual reflections was that they wanna continue looking at social injustice. And I asked them in their reflection, what aspect of social injustice do you wanna look at from here? And it was kind of interesting, but about half the class wanted to look at racial social injustice, and which happens to tie in really well because the next novel that I've got selected for these guys to read is The Power of One, which takes place in South Africa and is dealing with apartheid. And, um, and then we looked at it and we discussed together because to me, it's all about the process and we discussed together some aspects of the process that worked well and others that we could do better as we move forward. Um, and so I think with this self-reflection part of the learning process, it tells us where we're at and it also kind of guides us where we're going. So this has been a learning process for, I think each of them individually as well as for me getting to know them better and understand their strengths better and then how I can best guide them from the side. Right on. Well, as always, thanks. Thanks for having your students on and thanks to all the students. Appreciate you sharing everything from each and every one of you. I really, truly appreciate it. And Teacher John, thanks for doing what you're doing and sharing with the community. I hope, I hope this gets out there and people pay attention to what you're doing and talk with the kids and the kids have more open conversations and, and continue to share this information and progress along with their lives. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, Rich, for taking the time to um, showcase these incredible students and for the amazing service that you do for this community by giving us awareness to so many different aspects, whether it's environmental or education in this case. We really it's a neat community. There's a, there's a lot of people that their stories deserve to be told and things just like this that are happening. So again, much respect to the whole class and appreciate you all. I'll see you soon. Okay. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.